Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Your coordination and bounds. to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like... This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Hi everyone, Kate Spees here, General Manager of Well and Good, and I am coming to you with part one of three of a very special collection of episodes where we are deep diving into our 2022 trends report. We have done a trends report for the last 12 years, ever since Well and Good was launched way back in 2010. And so much work goes into this report. We have our journalists across all verticals looking into what they think is going to shape the well-being industry for the year ahead. So now you are going to hear from three of our incredible beauty reporters and I found this conversation really insightful. I'm always so impressed with the team when they produce this report. Hours and hours of work go into it, reporting, looking at venture capital databases, talking to hundreds of founders, and I am so excited for you to hear the chat ahead. And if you want to read the full report, find it at wellandgood.com. Happy listening. You've been reporting on the beauty industry for a long time, and I imagine you have seen it change a lot, but the last two years has been more change than maybe even the previous decade. Does that feel fair to say? Yeah, definitely. There are really kind of three moments throughout my career that really, I think, punctuate trends in a big way. The first is Marc Jacobs sent people down the runway without makeup. And that kind of launched the whole no makeup makeup moment. When Rihanna launched Fenty, it really kind of opened up and changed the game for foundation and how many shades should be in each range. And then I think the past year has really just solidified that skincare is kind of the name of the game in a much bigger way, because despite us not going places and not really seeing people, we still want to take care of ourselves and take care of our skin. So it's really solidified the fact that skincare is the biggest part of the beauty industry right now. And we started to see that happen pre-pandemic, but the pandemic really has solidified that. 
So when you look at all the different trends that are going on and the different shifts in the industry, I know it's hard to pick favorites, but what are some that you think are most exciting? Yeah, so I think we're seeing them a lot in our trends report right now. Over the past few years, I think that we've really seen dermatologist input climb and climb, and that really gets us to the place right now where cellular health is huge, where science is really integral to every product that I particularly want to put on my face. And I think that's something that has me really excited. We've also been seeing this degendered landscape open up. And I think in the next year, it's just going to continue to climb. The other thing that is just so important to Well and Good and me as a beauty editor is that inclusivity seems to be really top of mind for brands right now in every kind of aspect. And I think that seeing the natural hair market open up is just really phenomenal. And is there anything that you think isn't worth the hype or is maybe overhyped? It's a good question. You know, I think for a long time, the idea that we needed to have really robust skincare routines, that our skincare routines needed to be 175 steps, that we needed to have like four different cleansers and be using them at different times, not really true. Like when you talk to any expert, what they basically tell you is that skin is fairly simple to handle. Like it's kind of wild that it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And yet what we need to take care of our skin is like actually pretty basic. It's a cleanser. It's a targeted serum to like help with a problem that you have. And then a moisturizer to keep you hydrated and an SPF to keep it protected from the sun. I think that going overboard with like step by step isn't necessarily something that we should be chasing really anymore. So you've done a lot of reporting in that space around this kind of simplification of skincare that Ali is talking about. And to your earlier point, Al, you know, skincare remains the mother of all beauty trends. But Zoe, I'd love to hear more from you about why you think it is that people are looking for simpler routines and or products that really double task for them. Yeah, this was actually one of the 2021 trends that we called around this time last year. This idea that less is more and people are really looking towards fewer quality products than stacking their routines. And it's been really cool to watch the past year that really come into fruition. I think to understand how we got there, we need to take a big 360 degree step back and look at kind of the last 10 years in skincare where we saw social media really come onto the scene and we saw people being able to access information in whole new ways via their Instagram feeds and via TikTok. And I think there was this whole kind of phase where we saw lots of influencers, lots of brands really pushing X, Y, and Z product that people needed. And that gave way to the multi, multi-step routines, the packed skincare shelfies, and just the more is more kind of way of life. But I think over the last two years or so, I've spoken to a lot of dermatologists in my reporting who told me countless stories of people showing up into their offices of just like tote bags filled with products. And they would look at these hauls of products as they've come to be called and realize, you know, number one, either this zillion step routine wasn't working for someone's skin or number two, people were using products that just didn't work together. And they would use three things on their face in a single night. And those things would either stop working because they were deactivating each other or sensitize their skin and give them reactions and cause irritation. And what we saw was this rise of really sensitized skin because we were doing way too much and we were creating problems with the stuff that we were using, which then required us to buy even more stuff. So it just became stuff, 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 stuff. And I think what's happened over the last last 
year and a half is that during the pandemic, those who had time to stay home really had the chance to take a step back and look at their skin and say, what do I need? What does my skin need versus what is an influencer telling me to buy? And I also think that coincided with TikTok becoming more popular. And we saw, especially with TikTok, dermatologists and cosmetic chemists and real skincare professionals coming on and sharing information about skincare in a way that was completely free and accessible and really educating people so that they were empowered to understand what they were using and then make smart decisions. And through that, we saw, as Ali has said, like you don't need 15 things. You really only need a four or five step routine of the basics to keep your skin healthy. And as people have pared down their products, they've been looking for products that really do those things in the best possible way and are backed by science and research and are being recommended by people who they can really trust. Yeah. And I think it's just such an important shift in the industry. I know that, you know, and we've talked about this on this podcast a bit. I know that my skin has hugely benefited from pairing things back and not getting sucked into the hype around a product or seeing a product that I think looks really pretty and thus thinking I need to use it. And so an area of skincare that I'm incredibly interested in as someone with a, you know, getting towards aging face is the shift that we're seeing around, in air quotes, anti-aging products. And this is one of our big trends for this year. So you're reporting it out. Talk to me about cellular health and what it has to do with skincare. Yeah. You know, Kate, I think you hit it right on the nose and that you said you've started thinking about anti-aging kind of in the context of your own aging skin. And that's really been where the industry has been forever. Like I know for me, I'm a beauty editor and I never thought about my own personal anti-aging routine until I saw my first wrinkle and then stacked my routine with peptides, went in for Botox. And really it was a trying to fix something that had already happened to my skin. And I think with this new wave, I think it first of all goes back to this kind of rise of information that we've seen. People are now realizing that the pursuit of healthy skin is a lifelong one. It's not something that starts when you see a wrinkle or when you see a sunspot or when kind of these anti-aging air quotes concerns come up, but it's really something that you can pave the way for at any time in your life. And we've really seen brands now offering new technology that will help them do that. To get a little bit sciencey for a second, there are certain cellular processes that slow down as you age. The industry has long talked about the collagen production process. We start to lose collagen 1% every year by the time we hit around 30. And so that's one thing that we've seen products forever addressing that's, you know, collagen stimulating peptides and really kicking up that natural process can help stave off wrinkles. And that's been around for a long time. But something new that we're seeing is a wave of products that address some other cellular processes that slow down as we get older. So for example, our body's natural autophagy processes slow down. And what that means is that our cells have kind of these internal cleaning systems where there's a lot of junk happening within your cells and your cells themselves kind of clear out all of this junk and debris. And that process happens naturally. It happens in skin cells and all kinds of other cells in our bodies, but it slows down as we get older. And the result can be oxidative stress on our skin, which then causes issues like wrinkles and sunspots and all the kind of traditional things we associate with aging. So there's a new wave of products that actually works to stimulate this internal cellular process Ali has called it the Monica Geller of the skincare world and that it comes in and like really cleans up all the things in kind of a hypercharged way. And so that can help kind of keep ourselves healthy and stave off the effects of aging in the long term. Something else that slows down as we get older is our cells' natural metabolic processes. And there are new ingredients that we're seeing 
harnessing like brain science and all these things that really kick up those processes as well. And that helps with skin laxity that helps again with discoloration and wrinkles. So it's really just new ways to help our skin continue to stay healthy as we get older. And that is the most important thing. And the fact that it comes with some aesthetic benefits is also just great. It's so fascinating. And I only understood, you know, half of what you just said, but I'm about it. I love when it feels like science and skincare are combining. And I think what is a really important note here is, you know, we're very particular about which trends we include in our report because we don't want to add to misinformation on the internet. And particularly around skincare, we don't want to buy into marketing and recommend products that aren't actually effective. And so it's cool to see that this trend is really backed by science and there is very robust research that supports the fact that going down to a cellular level can help with health of the skin and thinking about the skin as an organ. I mean, it is an organ. It's our biggest organ and we want it to remain healthy like any of our other organs. And to your point, Zoe, the aesthetic reward is almost seen as secondary with this kind of product. And It's really nice to see a move away from women being told that they're not good enough if they have wrinkles, that they need to look like they're 25 forever. So I am about this trend and I really would love to know, Zoe, which brands are doing it best. Are there any favorite products that you have or that I should keep an eye out for over the next 12 months? Yeah, I think one of the ones that I'm the most excited about is Olay just launched a new line of vitamin C products that really puts autophagy at the forefront, and they have a ton of research to back the fact that it works, which is very exciting to see this kind of coming in at the drugstore level already because I think, you know, when things are accessible, it really means that a trend is available to all, and that's what we love to see. A brand called Hero, they've figured out a way to deliver peptide-rich plasma deep into the cells to, again, stimulate autophagy. And they call it a solution to inflammaging, which really helps with some of the more inflammatory skin conditions that happen as we age. And the result to that is, you know, this really clear, really healthy looking skin because inflammatory skin conditions cause a lot of issues from rosacea to acne to just all sorts of different things that this can help with. There's another brand called IDEO, which They've tapped into neuroscience and brought it into this new skin memory serum, which helps to speed up your cell's metabolic process and then helps with skin laxity, discoloration, sunspots, hyperpigmentation, all sorts of different things. So I think we're seeing a lot of different ways that you can use this technology. I think it's the type of technology that can really work for everyone and that everyone at any age can benefit from. It's just about kind of figuring out where you want to come in and start that process. Love that definitely going to look into to some of those brands. And so now moving on to one of the other big themes that Ali mentioned at the top of the episode is seeing a very necessary improvement in diversity and inclusion within the beauty industry. There has long been a huge issue with whitewashing within beauty and there just wasn't enough funding going to incredible black and brown owned beauty brands. And so Cara, you have been on this beat. You've been reporting on it for a bunch now. What have you seen over the past year or so in this space? Yeah. So like you said, Funding has been huge in the sector of the industry. We saw a huge wave of funding coming towards Black and brown-owned brands, especially after June 2020. Very bittersweet moment of 
a lot of sadness, but also a lot of attention being paid to people who often get forgotten in bigger conversations. And within natural hair care specifically, the industry started as this kind of like DIY space where you had to make your own products because everything made for black hair was for relaxed hair. So as people were wearing their hair natural, there was nothing available. And we started seeing around probably 2017, 2018, that bigger brands were starting to pay a bit more attention, but 2020 really set things off with more black and brown brands getting funding. And it takes about two to three years for a brand or a product to get out there once they go from ideation to actually having the funding and getting things in motion. So Coming into 2022, we'll really start to see the fruits of the funding that June 2020 brought. And to your point, a a silver lining to a time of a lot of distress nationwide. And it should be noted that, you know, it shouldn't take the murder of a black man, George Floyd, to have an industry wake up to issues around representation and inclusion just because it's not good as humans. It's also not good business. And I'm really interested in what you mentioned around hair care for textured hair. We are really seeing that there's some momentum in this space. You've reported on it for our 2022 trends report. Tell me more. Can you elaborate on where we've been and where you think we're going? Yeah. So where we've been is that access to these products has just been pretty difficult. For the most part, if you wanted to get products to care for textured hair in person, you had to live in or near a predominantly Black neighborhood. And if you did not, you were then ordering your products online. If you were going into a drugstore, you could find a product, but it'd be sandwiched in this itty bitty ethnic section. And a lot of the products that were out there weren't formulated by Black people. They weren't sold by Black people. Black people weren't taken into consideration. Even though they were the target, a lot of these brands weren't even testing on like tresses of Black hair. They were using white or Asian hair that's been chemically treated to mimic Black hair. So it's just completely nonsensical. So the science wasn't there, the testing wasn't there, and the efficacy in the products just was not there. Now we're seeing brands come to the forefront that have adequate funding, that have more science behind them, so we can actually get products out there that do work, meaning that Black people can reclaim some of their time because when you're using a product that doesn't work, it might need to sit on your hair a bit longer or you might have to use a ton of different products to get a single result. And now um, the process is getting streamlined as products become more sophisticated in their formulation. And so, Cara, do we think that there is going to be wider distribution of these products in major retailers? Absolutely. We're seeing a lot of momentum through things like the Sephora Accelerate program. Target's also been really intentional about bringing a bunch of black and brown owned brands onto their shelves. And Ulta is also bringing in a ton more. We've just seen Sunday to Sunday, which is a really fun hair care brand focused on women with textured hair who work out and are sweating out their hair, but don't want to be washing their hair every day because that would just eat away your whole life. 
they just got some huge Series A funding this past year, and they are now in person at Ulta as well as online from other retailers. So we're going to keep seeing things like this where it'll be a lot easier for people to go into these national retailers and actually find products on the shelves. And as there is more momentum in the textured hair care space, we're going to see more shelf space open up. Their brands are going to have to take from other areas and allocate space to this group because it's not like we just got here, but there hasn't been room for our products. So now that the industry is finally paying attention to this part of the population, we're actually going to see that space on the shelves and be able to have the ease of walking into a store and finding a product that works for you, which is kind of revolutionary, even though it sounds ridiculously simple. Yeah, it's such an important point. Textured hair certainly isn't a trend and it shouldn't be a trend for brands and an industry to cater with the millions and millions of people in this country with textured hair. So it's worth making the point that when we say something is a trend, we don't mean necessarily that it's literally a a fleeting thing that people have just been aware of. It can also be a movement or a shift Uh, A lot of those movements and shifts happen later than we'd like. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Ali, something that I want to chat to you more about is it's getting far easier to perform some in-office procedures at home. This trend feels futuristic. I find it confusing because I'm like, how do these magic devices work? I also find it a little bit scary because the idea of performing an in-office derm-given procedure on my own face feels scary. So talk to me a little bit more about this trend and we can dive into the products or the procedures that are safe and not safe and how consumers can kind of navigate this area for themselves. Yeah. So beauty tools, again, are not something that are necessarily new. However, the technology behind a lot of the things that we're seeing now is just leaps and bounds above the things that we've seen in the past. So I really think that in the same way that the pandemic accelerated the skincare industry, pushing it forward a lot, the pandemic also accelerated the fact that people want tools and they want solutions can work at home. So there are a few just to call out brand specifics that I find to be really fascinating. One is called Droplet. It's founded by some NASA scientists who found a way to micronize certain ingredients to make them penetrate skin 20 times deeper than just regular skincare ingredients. This actually is pretty game-changing because the way that the device works allows collagen, which is too big of a molecule when you just put it on your skin, to actually be misted into skin. So you technically can apply collagen topically now, which is game-changing. And we haven't even really talked about how much this could like open up 
different ingredients that could potentially be even more effective than the skincare we're using today. So that's really exciting. Skin Medica, which is the brand that Allergan makes, has created this neck product that has paracress extract in it, which relaxes the platysmal bands. This is a serum, but it relaxes the platysmal bands in the neck. And it's potentially like the closest thing we actually have to topical Botox right now because it really does work to relax that muscle. So that's huge. And then there's things like Zip, which have been around for a while, but Melanie Simon, who is the electrical esthetician who founded Zip, has essentially reformatted her app so that there are different facials that you can give yourself. There are specific targeted treatments that you can give yourself. And there are programs that you can put your skin on and work them through like an event prep program. So lots of leaps and bounds, I think, because of the pandemic. And I think we'll only see this continue to be accelerated because people want to maintain the results they're getting at the dermatologist's office in better ways. And technology is just allowing for that now. And I guess this means that people who don't necessarily have access to derms and also, you know, dermatology appointments can be super expensive. It means that there's some ability to get the kind of results that people go to derms for at home at your own hands. Certainly, make no mistake, these are not inexpensive products. There are hundreds of dollars worth of investments that you can use over time, however. So if a dermatologist appointment is costing you hundreds of dollars, that's a one-time experience. These products are a $100 investment, and then you use them over the course of a decade until you're ready to upgrade to something else. They are making this more accessible. However, I think a real potential area for growth is some of the brands like Neutrogena, like PNG, like Unilever to kind of come and enter the market and provide these solutions at mass. And something that I just want to touch upon here that you have spoken to a little bit and really is pervasive across lots of different beauty trends is that often the cycle that we see is that smaller new brands that have just received funding because they're innovative or smaller indie brands that are maybe a little bit more agile and willing to experiment will start lots of these trends and introduce new products to the market. And sometimes they will be really expensive or they won't be available super widely. But what we often see is the next step in the lifestyle, to your point, is for the big beauty players to take notice and start to replicate some of these innovations and new technologies Ali, from what you've seen, does that feel like a fair life cycle for most of these trends? Yeah, definitely. I think we see one person doing something like if we go back to the no makeup makeup trend, right? Marc Jacobs sends models down the runway without makeup on. Emily Weiss launches Glossier. Then everyone wants to be Glossier. I think that we sort of see that happen time and time again in the beauty industry where something cool will happen, then the people who are playing at Sephora, the people who are playing at the drugstore really want to be involved. What is a little bit different, however, is with the proliferation of beauty brands in the industry, we're actually seeing brands, big sort of like massive brands like Unilever, functioning in a much more agency way, wherein they used to have Dove, they used to have Tresemme, they used to have Suave. And now really what they're doing is like, releasing new products within those ranges, but also are kicking off 
smaller brands like Love Beauty Planet, which is a sustainability play, for instance. And so they're acting a little bit more nimbly so that they can get to trends more quickly. And thinking about this idea of, I guess, incubators or little points of innovation within the beauty space, something that we're seeing at a lot of these different innovative brands is this push into non-binary or gender neutral beauty. We're really seeing that brands and beauty folks are reflecting a lot of the fluidity that we see with Gen Zers and not exclusive to that generation, but I think we can all agree that Gen Zers are probably going to save the world in their open-mindedness and social consciousness. And so What I'm really interested in about this trend is that it's another one where we weren't quite sure if it was just marketing or if there is a real shift in products or formulations or packaging. So Ali, can you tell me a little bit more about what this trend actually is and why you think it's legit? Yeah. So there have been gender neutral brands for decades, right? Like Ursa Major is a gender neutral brand. Andrew... Goss and Matthew Mallon have Mallon and Goss, and that's been around for a decade and is in like every chic hotel you want to stay at in the world. Aesop, another really good example of a brand that like is really nailing it in terms of everyone wanting in. So technically, skin, regardless of gender, skin functions the same way. There are some data indicates that men have thicker skin than women, like technically thicker, like actually thicker skin, but it doesn't function differently than quote, women's skin does. So really what skin needs is the same across the board. And what these brands are doing, I think, you know, Andrew and Matthew told me that they really wanted to create a skincare line that they could both share. And I think that really kind of nails the ethos of this, which is just that anyone who is using a shower should be able to use the same body wash and like it be appealing. Not that they have to, but that if that is something that people want to do as we become more conscious of our buying habits in terms of sustainability, in terms of like lessening our plastic load, like that should be something that is possible. So something that we've we are seeing for 2022 is really this idea of like one shower for all. Odell is releasing a mask in early 2022, which is good for short and long hair. We have it on good authority that Javian Hair is releasing a product that can be used on lengths and for the beard. And we're seeing sort of the rise of short hair care for women products like Barb, which is a pomade for short hair. So really a lot of care is being taken in not just skincare, but in hair care. And we're also seeing a lot of progress being made in makeup as well. It's really cool to see. And something that you have covered as part of this trend is that scents are getting more neutral as well, which as someone who doesn't like highly scented products anyway, you know, I'm glad to see the assumption that women like, you know, very smelly floral things go away forever if possible. 100%. Like down with rose, I say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. So a lot of the products that we're seeing are scented with natural fragrances, which isn't necessarily better than using a synthetic fragrance, but it does tend to make fragrances 
more mild and they tend to dissipate more quickly. So Odell, for example, uses like a pretty gender neutral fragrance at the heart of all of its products. But we are also seeing unscented options coming to the forefront, which is a really chic body care line has released unscented shampoo and conditioner, which I think is not only like the best shampoo and conditioner, it's also like really non aggravating because scents tend to, you know, linger in hair for such a long time. And it really kind of helps with that. So anything you layer on top of it is just like very, very nice. So I think that it can be used by anyone and isn't necessarily, you know, targeted as like super floral for women or like, I don't even know some of the like, men's fragrances are so funny. They're like, gruff and that's like the yeah exactly <laughs> burning wood and whiskey yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. So you've all been so great. You all know this space so well and have done an incredible job reporting on it all year, but really diving deep on the trends that we think are really interesting for next year. So I want to close with a rapid round. I want to ask each of you what your favorite trend from the wellness world is for 2022. It doesn't have to be beauty, but of course it can be beauty. And also the one beauty product you can't wait to get your hands on next year. Cara, let's start with you. So, I mean, I'm a little biased. My favorite trend is the trend that I'm reporting on. And something that's happening within that trend is products that'll be coming out that help people with textured hair who like to straighten their hair do that in a healthy way. Because, of course, like, I want to take care of my natural curls, but I also love me a good blowout, silk press, one at all. So I can't share specifics, but I know there are some brands launching products that will help textured hair gets straightened in a way that maintains the hair's integrity. So super excited for those to launch. Awesome. Zoe, what about you? I think outside of the beauty world, I'm most excited to see this next wave of mental health taking on the workplace, seeing it across the fitness world. We're just seeing mental health find its footing in new ways and really important ways, in my opinion. I think In that vein, we're also seeing mental health find footing in the beauty world as well. And I am really excited to try some of the new launches from Rare Beauty, which is Selena Gomez's brand. They have some amazing mental health partnerships, and that's at the forefront of really everything they do. And I know there's some really cool stuff happening with them next year. So pumped to try it. Cool. Yeah. The pet wellness trend. Like my beautiful little birdie is just going to bask in all of the wellness for dogs next year and like could could I be more excited just absolutely not yeah really excited for dog wellness and also the product I'm most excited about trying is this Corpus Naturals body wash which is like I know we just had a combo about scents if you are someone who likes beautiful natural meaning like woods of Texas and like the cedars of California like this body wash will change your life. And I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I've been waiting on it for two years and I'm just like super, super psyched. And yeah, that's it. Love it. I really want to try that neck thing that you were talking about, the, you know, almost topical Botox for your neck. I What is this magic? It's amazing. It's really, truly like 
God bless Allergan for all of their many scientific discoveries that have just like saved my skin over the past decade. This is not sponsored by Allergan, but they also have like this other product called Lightera that will change your life. Just like invest. Yep. Okay. I mean, On today's show, you heard from Well and Good's very own Cara Gillian Brown, Ali Finney, and Zoe Weiner. This episode was produced by Taylor Camille, Ella Dove, and me, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this pod with all of your friends. Mixing and scoring by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel, and our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt DiDomenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette. Special thanks to Jess Friedman, Jen Snyder, and Cassie Wolf. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.